What is up, all of my horror movie motherfuckers, man? Good morning, good Friday morning, and guess what? It is Halloween Kills time, motherfuckers. It is released today. <clears throat> I think it was released at midnight um, in theaters. Uh, it's also being uh, live streamed on Peacock. So that's where I'll be watching mine from. I don't know where you'll be watching yours from, but definitely watch it, man. I've seen the trailer. I'm so fucking hyped about this damn this movie coming out. It is it, it is truly something I've been waiting on forever, forever. And it's 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 not the thing is it's not over. It's not over. They're coming out with a Halloween ends. And I'm certainly looking forward to that, man. Uh, trying to get my paperwork all together, man. Hope everybody has had a wonderful fucking week, man. Uh, and I hope you have a better fucking weekend. And watch Halloween Kills and smoke a shit ton of weed because I believe you are going to fucking need it. Because everything I've seen on it is... Whew, it's it's wild. It's it's a wild one, man. So yeah, get get ready, get ready, get ready for it. Cause I am definitely fucking ready for it, man. Definitely. Um, but I think Halloween Ends is gonna come out in theaters. It's gonna be next year, I believe. It's gonna be probably October, which kind of that kind of fucks. Uh, like suck fucking sucks but it's all good we'll wait we'll wait man and uh but uh today we're gonna start off man with some some horror movie news i just wanted to hit you with the halloween kills thing because i just got through watching uh halloween 2018 i i i dig the movie i love it i think it was written well donnie danny mcbride come in and uh, they they just they, they did it did a good job did a real good job man it just sucks we're gonna have to wait for the Halloween ends next year but uh, uh, Full Moon founder Charles Ban said subspecies five Blood Rise is said to begin filming next spring and I'm a subspecies fan uh, the original three. Oh, man, had me freaked the fuck out. And a lot of people don't know that uh, uh, one and two, that, that's William Shatner's daughter, is the um, the girl who falls in love with the vampire and uh, the real sexy, dark-headed chick. I don't know her name, but you can Google her. <laughs> so... Uh, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. I, I will, I will be there for that shit, man. So, uh, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely one I suggest for you to come, come check out. Uh, what's up, Joe? What's up, C Tune? That's my guy, man. That's my guy. That helps, helps put in most of the work on this podcast and, um, really appreciate you, man. Uh, also, we have uh, <laughs> Howdy. Uh, we also uh, have Clive Barker 
who regained U.S. who regained U.S. rights to the Hellraiser franchise, joins the production as a producer in the role of Pinhead. Uh, it will be played by Jamie Clayton, one of the stars of the L Word Generation Q. Uh, the new Hellraiser reboot by Hulu should be out sometime by 2022. So definitely gonna definitely gonna love that, man. Uh, so yeah, that's about it. Uh, we're gonna go into the good old Sammy Kerr trick or treat. Uh, it's one of my man. It was one of my favorite movies, man. Trick or treat is and not trick or treat. It's trick or treat. So they so you don't get confused. It's from the it's a nineteen ninety or nineteen eighty six. Uh, actually, coming up on the anniversary, October twenty fourth. So I want to see what they're going to do with that. And uh, but it's. It's super fucking cool because the things in this movie we we did in the eighties, like some dumbasses, like spinning records backwards trying to find a hidden message, and uh, <laughs> it was just, it was just that type of vibe in the in, in the eighties, early to mid eighties. Um, but it basically this. Rock star Sammy Kerr, who went to this high school with uh, a guy named Eddie Weinbauer, and Eddie is a huge fan of Sammy Kerr. Uh, they ended up canceling his show because he is a, a shock rock performer back in the day, and it, it's all that stuff to... Uh, Yo, Tipper Gore. I hated Tipper Gore. Uh, Everlast, uh, the used to be the rapper Everlast said, with Tipper Gore protecting my lyrics, uh, fuck that bitch. I don't need a clearance. It's just, yeah, man, fuck Tipper Gore. So, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so Eddie Weinbauer, like, he's, he's this huge diehard fan. He gets pissed off that they canceled Sammy Kerr's show at his high school. Uh, so he's he just, you know, he's doing the laundry. Uh, Spicoli, what's going on, Spicoli? Did you get, yeah, did you order any pizza for class today? <laughs> That's one of my favorite movies, man. Love, love, love it. Fast Times at Richmond High, man. Woo, love it. It's awesome. But, uh, but then you, you have, um, so Eddie finds out through the TV, through through news, <laughs> and that Sammy Kerr has perished in a hotel fire, and he's just he fucking goes just loses it, man. Gets pissed off, and uh, you know, and you hear all this badass music, and the the fucking music through the movie is ridiculous, man. I I, I loved. I love Neo. He's, which is also known as Fastway. He he just man, he fucking rocker dude. Like he he man, he put that shit out, and I dug it. I dug the music, loved it. But 
So, you know, you hear all this, the tearing down the walls, and he's tearing down all his shit, and he gets mad, and uh, so he goes to see Nuke, the local DJ, who was played by Mr. Gene fucking Simmons. That's right. I said it. Gene Simmons from Kiss. And he does a pretty good job. Like, a lot of people don't like Gene Simmons acting. I fucking dig it, man. I, I like it. I, I like I liked it when he played Nuke. I like, liked it when he played in... Um, uh, shit, what's that damn movie? Uh, Runaway. Runaway, and it's with uh, Tom Selleck, and he plays the villain in that, and it plays an excellent villain. And so does Sammy Kerr, which is, was played by Tony Fields. Uh, Tony Fields hadn't, hadn't seen him in a lot of shit, but Eddie Weinbauer, you're going to know him. Uh, that's Mark Price. You're going to know him from Family Ties as good old Skippy. And I never, I never wanted to uh, really. Uh, we're gonna hold all calls, man, till the end of the end of the little podcast, guys. So anybody who wants to call in, man, just uh, hold off to the end. But um, so yeah, he he goes nuts. He goes to Nuke, uh, talks to Nuke in the radio station, and. Nuke gives him this this only copy, this hard copy album, and of Sammy Kerr's last shit, last recording, and he turns around and he gifts it to Edward, and Edward is just like fucking flabbergasted, man. He's like, I can't wait to get home and fucking play it. Uh, and it's and back then when you got something straight off of the press, an album wise twelve inch. A lot of people may not know what a twelve inch record fucking is nowadays, which is sad. <laughs> but you may know because they, you know, you may know what they are because they are coming back. They're coming back in style, and I, you know, I'm. I just got me a little twelve inch player for my for my old school stereo, and yes, it's a Kenwood with them pioneers and bumping ass pioneers uh but anyway it's it's real thick the 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 12 inch is real thick as soon as it comes off the press so he uh he gives it to eddie eddie goes home and he plays it and uh eddie is off also the awkward uh, i guess not really nerd but uh we called them dirt heads back in the day. Like the, the rockers, the, the dude, you know, the guys who wear the fucking chucka boots and uh, jean jackets with the Metallica patch on the back and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? So uh, he, he's one of those. He's just one of those, uh, I guess, back in the day would be called a weird kid. Weird, you know, weird guy. And they play jokes on him. They fucking stuff his locker full of shit. They throw him out into the damn gymnasium without his towel. So he's sitting out there and it's girls uh, volleyball and he's fucking embarrassed. So he, he's basically, he is being bullied. You know, he is, he is the, the bullied. And so he takes this record and he goes home and his nickname is Ragman. 
it's that's what he goes by. His little call name is is uh, <laughs> Dirties. Yeah, Dirties. There you go. <laughs> but uh, you know, and I listened to that music too back in the day. You know, but I didn't dress all you know, rocker, whatever. I mean, I may have, if I did, I don't fucking remember because I was still riding a skateboard and listening to hip hop music as well. So it's, I don't know what you would have called me confused. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, he, he also, he, he has this crush on this girl, Leslie, which I, I had a crush on this chick so bad, like was crushing bad, man. And uh, her, her real name is Lisa Argolini. Beautiful, beautiful, amazing gal. Uh, Tim, uh, who is played by a Doug Savant, who, who basically reminds me of a fucking Johnny from Karate Kid. You know, and I'm like, man, beat this dude's ass. Just go in there with a ball bat, man, and whoop this motherfucker's ass, dude. You know, that's what that's what needs to happen to this cat. Him and his little, little, little preppy fucking friends and shit. Little tea sipping fucks. You know, he, he need to be he need to be ball batted to the knees. Definitely, man. I I would have I'd have got his ass. But uh anyway, he, he gets this record, man. Uh Eddie Eddie gets the record and he's he puts it on. And it starts playing backwards. And he's like, oh, shit, it says Ragman in it. So he's like, no fucking way. And the record gives him messages to get revenge on his bullies, on the people that are bullying him, like Tim and all his fucking friends who deserve it. Uh, so he, he tries to run it by his friend Roger, and Roger is has actually done a lot, a lot of stuff. He uh, he ended up being a writer on the X Files, uh, the new Twilight Zone, Final Destination Three, The One. Uh, he directed Willard, The Black Christmas. 2006, I mean, he, this guy's done a lot of, a lot of things, man. So I really, for that small role, he's really done a lot, uh, like blown up and, uh, made his mark on the film industry. Definitely. But he's trying to tell Roger that this is, you know, this is a message to him. This record was meant just for him. And, you know, Roger's like, yeah, whatever, man. You know, everybody thinks that. He's like, you're getting sucked into, like, the world's biggest con for the record industry. They want you to buy more records so you can hear uh, this crazy-ass fucking message, you know, in the, in the record. And we used to do We used to do that all the time. You don't think I didn't fucking, you know, play back Ozzy, who is also in this movie. Who, who who plays oh Reverend Aaron Gilstrom <laughs> and, and and uh but that that was cool too you know to have Ozzy in it but yeah you know I mean I, I spun him Ozzy records and uh, Def Leppard Metallica uh, fucking Megadeth Alice Cooper Led Zeppelin is the one that creeped me out the most and you can actually go online to YouTube. 
and find some of these records that have been played backwards and it will tell you what you can you can hear what they say it's really fucking crazy like that was that was a trip i think they were trying to put something in our brains to fuck us up for this uh new millennia so uh color me joy welcome to the podcast much love much love um yeah, but so anyway, he, he tries to convince Roger. Then, you know, Roger doesn't believe him. And he continues to get, uh, Edward continues to get bullied. And this record, he just, he, he goes in his room and he's pissed. And he's like, God, I just wish I could get these fuckers back, man. And all of a sudden, the, the record starts fucking playing. And it's like metal six six crush and and I, I was like oh shit so basically tells him to how to get these fucking bullies back and Eddie starts doing it man uh real patriots voice all right man welcome to the podcast go you fucking SA got my AR-15 right next to me buddy <laughs> So, yeah, he, he, he goes and he starts doing all this crazy shit uh, to basically embarrass these fucking bullies. And he goes, uh, what ends up kind of snapping him off, uh, Leslie invites him to a pool party in the school. And he goes, meets, meets old girl at the pool party and everybody's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Cause it's all these preppies and these, you know, the, these rich kids and shit. And he's just there to meet this girl, Leslie and have a good time. So they end up putting a weight in his backpack and throwing him in the fucking pool with his backpack on clothes and all. But so he's he's trying to get out. He thinks he's drowning, and <laughs> comes to find out the the they only throw him in the shallow end. So he's in there for like in the three foot to where he could stand up. But it's pretty fucking embarrassing. And he thinks that Leslie had something to do with it, and he, he cusses her out. She runs out. Eddie, where you going? Where you going? And it's, it's so fucking, it's hilarious, man. He's like, you fucking assholes. Like, you motherfuckers, fuck them. I'm going to get every one of these motherfuckers back. And it, it, fucking he does, man. He he really does. He puts them through a, uh, through some rough shit. And one of my favorite parts is where he copies a tape and the the record is just spinning, spinning. So it copies like super fast. I wish they had that shit in real life when I was a kid, because I'd have been dubbing them out. <laughs> but he gets this he gets this tape, and he gives it to Tim with a note on the locker, and it says, uh, "I guess you know peace a peace offering." I think is what it says, and it's got the tape. Him and uh, Tim and his girlfriend, Jeannie, which is, whew, man, fine as fuck, but has no titties. No titties. Like, no titties. My titties are bigger than this chick's. My titties are bigger than this chick's. And I was tripping. 
I was like, dude, like you get a get us all worked up, and she's in this little little slutty top and these little this little jean skirt and shit, man, and and all of a sudden you just get no titties. So she puts she puts on a head the headset goes through because I guess uh, Tim has to go take a piss. So Duke is out the car. She's going through his little tapes, finds that tape, puts it in the tape deck or tape player, the Waltman, puts it on, starts listening to it, and the bitch is getting she gets raped by a fucking demon dragon. And at first, it's only hands. So you see, you know, you see no tits. And when they pull the bra off and then it goes down. And I, I think this was every guy's fucking dream back in the day is to see this bitch naked until you see that she has no titties. No titties. I mean, like nipples straight up like nipples, little boy's chest. So that <laughs> that that made it weird anyway but yeah it, it, and she opens her eyes and she's getting fucked by this demon dragon thing and uh the headphones end up melting to her fucking ears and tim comes in the car he's like what the fuck and he pulls them off and it's all this you know the shit that has melted to her ears the headphones so he immediately goes to fucking Weinbauer's house and he's like, oh, you're in some crazy fucking shit. Uh, man, this movie is trick or treat, not trick or treat that, that came out a few years ago, but trick or treat. And it's a uh, it was a 1986 release and fucking love it. Love it. But uh, so he goes to Edward's house. And pulls up in the front yard. Wine Bauer! Wine Bauer! Get the fuck out of here, out here, Wine Bauer! And so Eddie comes outside, and another one of the coolest parts of this fucking movie. The guy get the guy Tim is like telling him, What did you do to that tape? You know, Jean, Jeannie's in the hospital. What did you do to that tape? And he starts running up on the porch, and Eddie just lifts his fucking hands, man. And thank you for liking the show, Bubba. Thank you. But he lifts his hands, and the fucking fire starts coming out of these jack-o'-lanterns on his porch. And he's like, hold on, motherfucker. You come up here, you're going to get it. And so it kind of creeps the dude out again. He's like, well... You know, man, you're doing some weird shit. I don't know what it is, man, but stay away from me. And, well, that's one, one way to get rid of a bully. You know, melt his girlfriend's ears with a fucking demon tape. <laughs> he, he ain't going to fuck with you no more. Or have some fire blow out of some fucking jack-o'-lanterns when he comes up to your damn yard. But, so, he's, Eddie realizes that it's kind of going too far. So, the record starts speaking back and it, it's, it's telling him, you know, that this is what he asked for. He wanted revenge. This is what Sammy Kerr's record is giving him is giving him the revenge that he wants or thought he wanted until he got it. Just like I say, every motherfucker wants to see a ghost until you see a ghost. 
and that's you know and same thing it's just you know he understands that he's gone too fucking far he's gone too far and shit ain't going his way it's going it's going south so he goes in uh the record is fucking acting a damn fool telling him to do all these cray all this crazy shit and his mom comes to the door and she he's like let's get her while he's spinning he's like no you know and then he's like uh yes it is a fucking awesome movie it's one of my favorites man one of my favorite fucking movies um so Eddie goes in and he's trying to talk to the rec- talk back to the record and tell him, you know, man, this is getting a little too much. And then the mom comes comes to the door and Eddie is like, Mom, don't come in. And the record has recorded Eddie saying, Yes, mom, come in. Come in. And so it's trying to get his mom come in and kill her ass. And he ends up fucking tearing his stereo all the shit. And all of a sudden, bam, fucking Sammy Kerr is back from the fucking dead. And that's basically what his plan was to he has gotten Ragman's fan mail and he has done these incantations and it burned himself to death, but he was going to knew he was going to be brought back to life when somebody played that fucking record backwards. And for, for nuke, the DJ Gene Simmons, that's what he was going to do on Halloween. He was going to play that record. And so it, it kind of leaves you with, was Sammy Kerr going to come back any fucking way? Or did he need Eddie Weinbauer? So that kind of that kind of leaves it, you know, to, to question. But he finally just realizes that fuck this, you know, I'm not, I don't want this anymore. This is getting to be too much. So Sammy Kerr starts kind of going after Eddie and setting him up and shit. And he says that he wants him to play this tape. Eddie Kerr tells, uh, or uh, Sammy Kerr tells Edward that he wants him to play this tape at the school dance and for everybody to listen to it. And he's like, no, I'm not doing it. And he he gives it to his friend Roger, and he tells Roger, do not play this fucking tape. Don't play it. And, of course, you tell somebody not to do something, this motherfucker does it. He plays it. Wham! You're fucking, you're hit with Sammy Kerr. Sammy Kerr is there, and he makes fucking Roger play this fucking tape of the thing. And Eddie doesn't go to the dance. He's actually suspended or grounded from his fine-ass MILF mom, Elaine Joyce, uh, which I haven't seen her in a lot of stuff, but she is a fucking MILF. Like, woo! Damn. I, I love, man, Lord, Lord, have mercy. We don't even go on get started on this, man, because it's going to turn into the horror movie whole review. And, woo, I'd love to get it, man. Yeah, okay, back to what we were talking about. I got, woo, got off there. 
need a fan in this motherfucker. So <laughs> he's grounded. He can't go to the dance. And he gives the tape. So he gives the tape to Roger. So Leslie is at the dance as well. She doesn't see Eddie. So she calls Eddie. And she's like, you know, Edward, what are you, you know, why aren't you here? And he's like, well, you know, I got in some trouble and this and that. And he, does, he doesn't really want to go to the fucking dance. So he can't play the tape. So they, uh, Roger sneaks in and starts playing the fucking tape. Gets back there and sneaks behind the DJ thing, puts it in, and it's playing in reverse. So Eddie hears it on the call from Leslie and he's like, oh, fuck this. I, I got to get out of there. You know, I, I got to get out there and destroy this tape. And it, it's it's a fucking, it's a circus show going, man. Like, to get to this fucking place. He goes out. He gets in his car. His car takes the fuck off by itself. It, it, it's, it's, it's wild, man. And so he, he tries to end up getting there. And uh, it, he ends up getting there. But not in time because Sammy Kerr gets up on stage and starts smacking his leg. I don't know if y'all can hear that. And that's how he starts smacking his leg and getting that beat going and starts fucking people up with this guitar, dude. He starts, he's playing. People, you know, people are getting possessed he's shooting them with the fucking laser off their off the guitar blowing people to pieces and it goes crazy it's Carrie but a, a rock version of fucking Carrie and it's it, it's wild so he ends up uh Edward ends up getting there and after everything is going on they try to blame Edward for everything that's going that that has happened and so they're running from the fucking police and shit and they're also running from fucking sammy kerr and that's you know he he ends up running uh edward gets his car back ends up running his fucking car off because he's playing this tape runs his car off into the the ocean and he thinks that's gonna be it but it is not it. He he still comes. He's still coming. And he goes to Nukes, the radio station. Uh, Nuke is fucking nuked. <laughs> he, get, he gets fucked up. Poor Gene Simmons. I hate it for him. But uh, it, it was just, man, it was just, it was a good movie, man. It, it really was. It was a, it, it was original. So fucking original, man. And, and, it's something that we did. It's something that we could all relate to if you were growing up in the fucking 80s. If you were growing up in the 80s. Now, I'm not saying when you were born in the 80s. Now, when you, like I said, when you were growing up in the 80s, you know, I was 13 when this movie was, was released. So I was listening to everything, everything. I, I, you know, I never really listened to any country. But other than that, man, I, I listen to it all. R&B, rock, uh, fucking metal, hip-hop, you name it. I was, I, was, I was in it. I loved it. My dad was a musician. He was also a law enforcement officer. Uh, and, I, yeah, I listened to everything. So that's what, that, that's what grabbed 
the whole audience of that era is that a rock star could be brought back to life by spinning a fucking record backwards. And I'm like, I ain't gonna lie to you. My fucking turntable didn't go backwards for years after I seen this. Because I was like, man, I am not trying to get fucking Ozzy Osbourne or Alice Cooper or Black Sabbath or, or anything to come running up in my house. That ain't happening, man. You know, I, I don't, I didn't, I didn't fuck with the ghosts and shit. But it, again, the movie was done really good, man. It was, it was, it was really good. It was really original, and it was, it was perfect for 1986. Perfect. I think, I don't think any, any other movie would have done what this one done. And that's that's just why I loved it so much. The actors were amazing. Uh, Leslie, that was my crush, man. I'm telling you, dude. And again, Lisa Orgolini, that is her name. And she, you can you can Google her now. She's still finer than fuck. Uh, yeah, and it it was just it was good, man. It was it was one of the one of the best movies of the '80s that I can remember. And I and again, it has Ozzy in it playing a preacher <laughs> and and it also has uh the the lady miss sylvia miss sylvia cavell she is large marge from peewee's big adventure and i thought that was the funniest shit she's played in a lot of stuff but i will never forget you tell them large marge sent ya <laughs> get the fuck out of here bitch you know, <laughs> and I know, man, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not digging that shit at all at fucking all, man. But it, it, again, it was a good movie, man. It had a, it had a great ending, uh, carried me all the way through with the music. The fucking music was kicking ass again, fa fast, way, uh, Ennio's, uh, Zanini. And that's that, that's his real name. And, but man, he fucking dude rocked. He, he fucking rocked, man. I loved it. But, uh, yeah, great, great, great movie. Great movie. And, uh, uh oh, uh oh, I just looked at the fucking time and guess what time it is, motherfuckers? It is smoke break time. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Got a little dealing with this change of the fucking weather. Hated it. I really do. Uh, but we are going to take a smoke break. And if you smoke fucking pot, partake with me. Smoke with me during this little break. Because today we have a great mix. A great fucking mix, man. We have got some duct tape. Light bright. Welcome to the fucking show, man. Much love. Aloha. Aloha. Right back at you. Uh, so, yeah. Today, we're going to be smoking some duct tape, which is a fucking crazy high indigo. Very, very good indigo. We're going to be smoking golden lemons. And we're also going to be smoking gelato. Golden Lemons is a 
probably a 70-30 indigo dominant. Uh, the Delato is a fucking very, very high indigo. And we are going to top it off with some limoncello crumble. So, again, guys, during this break, if you guys want to, if y'all smoke fucking weed, man, please partake and uh, let's get high. While we do this, I'm going to play some new, some new T-Shawn and Track Bastard that ain't nobody heard. This is just a preview, just a preview, and we're going to rock some of this while we blaze this motherfucker. See you back in a second. Enjoy it. that again. This break is brought to you by some fire ass weed. Do you do it? I need to know how you do it. I need to know how you do it. Alright. <coughs> Damn. That one definitely got a hold of me, man. I I I went I went I went the limits on that one. So uh whoo all those all three of those buds are fucking amazing. The golden lemons, amazing. The fucking duct tape, amazing. The Delato is fucking amazing. And this limoncello crumble, good God. Like, <coughs> it's, it's excellent to dab. Got a good lemon, uh, almost like you fucking, you're dabbing pledge. But you know it's it's super super lemony, uh, good good ease on your chest. Uh, now I ain't gonna say the weed is easy on your chest as you can tell, but uh, yeah man definitely I, I recommend all three of those all three of them motherfuckers man. So now now is the time <laughs> to rate this movie. And again, if you guys just a uh, madcap, hey man, welcome to the podcast, bro. Much love. Uh, 
We are reviewing the 1986 horror movie Trick or Treat. Again, it's not Trick or Treat. Uh, actually, Trick or Treat that just came out, uh, I want to say 2016, maybe. Uh, but it, it, it's it's good. It's it's small little short stories that all combined into one. It's man, it done very well, and it also has a personal friend of mine in it, and she's uh, she plays a very small role. Okay, all right, hell yeah, but uh, she plays a very small role, and her name is Tatiana Anderson. Uh, she is the barbarian chick. Okay, 2007. There you go. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. See, my guy, my guy, C2, man, he's always got my back. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, she is actually in the movie. <coughs> and she plays the, uh, as the chick is walking through everything and it's kind of slow through the little uh, festival. And you see this, it, she plays the barbarian chick. She's got the barbarian thing on, man. Big old bitch, but she's super cool. And, uh, but yeah, that's my homegirl, Tatiana Anderson. Y'all can Google her. She's uh, definitely worth a Google. <laughs> so, yeah, man, let's, let's go ahead and rate this motherfucker. And, again, uh... 1986, not 2007. We're doing the 1986, guys. Uh, so we're going to go for film originality to start this shit out. The film originality, hey, I, man, nobody has done it. Nobody has done it, did it before um, for being the, the rock-possessed not to rock the wrestler, <laughs> but fucking metal rock. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, to be a, a to have a metal uh, ghost come back from the dead by spinning a fucking record backwards and to take out revenge on the, these, all these motherfuckers that have been picking on this kid, you know, so... I think the I think the movie was very original because I like I said I haven't seen one before and unless it's a little B movie or whatever, I don't think I've seen anything like it since. I really don't. And if I if you know if I'm wrong, guys comment and and tell me uh, something that you've seen like that because from from me I watch a shit ton of scary movies I've not seen it done before or since so I, I'm gonna give it I'm, I'm gonna give the film originality a ten just for that reason uh, the cinematography uh, yes hell of an Aussie cameo man I, I fucking his <laughs> his little uh, Reverend Aaron Aaron Gilstrom, you know that, that just that shit was hilarious. Fucking loved it, man. Uh, he starts quoting all them songs and shit, man. Like, it, yeah, it was it was awesome. Uh, cinematography, 
uh, man, it, it was it was filmed great. It was filmed awesome. I, I liked, I did. I liked them all. I liked uh, every 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 shot, uh, even from the car, um, the bedroom, the school. Uh, every everything was just very cinematically done very well, I believe. And especially for 86. I mean, 86 had, you know, 80s had some fucking fire movies, some of the best in the early 70s or late, early and late 70s. But yeah, I think, I think they did a great job. So I'm, I'm giving them, I'm giving them a 10, man, for uh, cinematography. The characters, <coughs> again, excuse me, guys. I'm dealing with this little chest cold man, but also uh, from the smoke. So, uh, characters were also, I'm going to get a fucking drink of my iced coffee because I have fucking tape mouth. Like, I don't know if y'all can hear that shit, but you could pull spit out of my mouth and it'd be like duct tape. Like, good God, dude. Woo! Hold on. Okay. Oh, man. That's like... That's like heaven in your mouth. Uh, <laughs> characters. Back to characters. Uh, I, I think... All the characters done a good job. A lot of people said they didn't. They didn't even like Gene Simmons acting in this, but I loved it. I thought, man, he, the, the fucking nukester, like he done a great job. You know, uh, when he when he was on there and 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 just you know playing the DJ character. Oh, wow, you know, doing that shit, and he was just. You know, he gets pissed off at the equipment. Damn it! It's fucking bullshit-ass equipment. I mean, I think he did a great job. I really did, man. Even down to Large Marge coming in and, and, and talking to Ozzy and shit like that. Uh, I, I, hey, man, I dug all the characters. The only one I didn't like is that dude Tim because I whoop his ass. Like, I would. I'd beat dude's ass. You ain't gonna push. You ain't gonna punt me or any kind of shit like that, dude. I'm gonna bring a ball bat into school. I'm gonna see you walking down the hallway. As soon as you leap, turn, and and walk behind, and I'm behind you. I'm kneecapping your fucking ass with the ball bat. Can you can you file an assault charge just by a threat? I don't, I don't know. Uh, that's I hope not. Oh well, fuck them. Anyway, characters. Uh, man, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a nine because the boyfriend, uh, the mom's boyfriend, uh, he he was. I don't know, man. He I, I'm gonna give him a nine because he was Rambo, and dude, don't even fucking insult John J. Rambo like that, man. Don't do it. The mom played a good Madonna. But dude played a horrible fucking Rambo. <laughs> so you get minus one point for that. You get an acting shot for that. <laughs> so we're going to give him a nine uh, for the acting. Uh, acting is going to be next. <clears throat> Again, 
I think everybody done a good job, man. A lot of them were some new actors uh, and being having to scream and be dramatic and I think I think everybody done a good job all the way down to Roger except <laughs> except the boyfriend the mom's boyfriend all right now I'm not hating on this dude all right I'm not saying that I that I would ball bat this motherfucker but he just his acting was kind of off, man. It was he he kind of overplayed the role a little bit, uh, you know. Now now, uh, you know, Weinbauer, Eddie, he he played a great part. Roger even played a great part. Sammy Kerr, shit, man, one of the fucking meanest, evilest, baddest motherfuckers I've experienced in the eighties. I wouldn't want that motherfucker coming out of my speaker. You know what I mean? I, I don't even think I'd go see that dude in concert. That's a scary son of a bitch. Half his face is fucking burnt. So it, it should have been Sammy Kruger. Shit. You know what I mean? I mean, fuck. But yeah, man, the the, the acting was, it was good. I, I, you know, like I said, the, the boyfriend overplayed it a little much, but uh, I'm gonna give it a nine. I'm, I'm gonna go with a nine. Uh, special effects. Everything was kind of new for being CG at that time. So I believe that the special effects were good. The makeup to make him look burnt, shit, shit looked good. Made me. Uh, you know, made me uh, believe the shit. You know, and of course, I was thirteen fucking years old, but I mean, still, uh, the the lasers coming out and blowing motherfuckers out of their damn feet. Hey, uh, I, I remember that he man, he was he wasn't bad in that shit. He was not bad at all, man. He and uh, uh, Madcap just said Gene Simmons was trippy and never too young to die. He said not a horror movie and bad film, but it did but it did have Robert England. So it was a it was a it was a bad movie. But you know, you got a Robert England man, you can't fuck with Robert England. I love that dude, man. And uh but you know Gene Simmons he did a he, he did a, a a pretty good little job. Just like uh Runaway. He, you know, he played the bad guy in this movie Runaway, and it was about these runaway, uh, these police police officers. Everything's digital. They got these machines that do everything for you. Then Gene Simmons is a bad guy who starts making the machines kill people. And but anyway, that's another movie. I'm really, I'm really getting off off there. But uh, let me let me get back to this man. Special effects. Uh, it was okay. Uh, the demon fucking Ogini was, uh, <laughs> yeah, he was in it, man. He was the bad guy. Uh, but Genie, uh, the, the getting fucked by the demon, I, I'm, uh, I'm going to give, I'm going to go with an eight on that. Okay. Um, music score. 
Now, again, this this really didn't have a music score. Um, it was more music in it, and again, it was fucking fast way. I mean, th- this fucking this dude really. I can't believe he didn't get more famous than he did. And I mean, he, he, I mean, he was famous. I mean, people have heard of fast way, but, uh, you know, Ennio Zanini is the guy's name and he is fucking, he is about that life. Dude is about that fucking metal life. And, you know, I play, you know, cause I tear down the walls, tear down the walls. I mean, yeah, that shit was just, that uh oh man it just the songs in it man were just fucking amazing i, I love the songs uh if we're gonna do it on the music <clears throat> because like i said it really it really wasn't scored <clears throat> excuse me sorry about that guys man Woo. but uh for music i'm gonna give i'm gonna give the i'm gonna give the music a fucking nine because i mean you know, this guy, he wasn't no Blackie Lawless from Wasp or, you know, uh, fucking Sebastian Bach, you know what I'm saying, from uh, Skid Row or, you know, the guys that can really fucking blow. You know what I mean? The lead singer from Cinderella. A lot of people, you know, hey, a lot of people fuck, don't fuck with Cinderella, but hey, Night Songs is one of my favorite fucking albums, man, and that dude fucking sings his ass off he really does man uh but yeah but i'm gonna give it a nine for the music because the music was good but it just wasn't those guys you know what i mean like he sounded like rock in the 80s so yeah uh sound quality i guess the sound quality is pretty good um for again for 80s movie uh it wouldn't there's not a lot of ad-libbing. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Light Bright, for liking the show, girl. Much love. Yeah, yeah. Much, much fucking love. All right. L-L-I-J. I don't know how you pronounce that, but hey, welcome to the show. We are reviewing... The 1986 classic, Trick or Treat. All right, all right. Much love, much love. And, uh, but yeah, so we're, we're, we're rating the movie now. Right now we're doing sound quality. Um, sound quality, yeah, for the 80s, like I said, it wasn't bad, but... You know, you got you got fucking did you know that was before Dolby Digital. Um, it's definitely one to see. It's definitely one to see. It's uh, from 1986, and it's 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 fucking wild. It's got Gene Simmons in it as the DJ, and basically about a, a rocker who dies and ends up being brought back to life by playing a record backwards. So if you know anything about the 80s, that's just what what we did for fun. That'll let you know how fucked up the 80s were. You know what I'm saying? We we spun records backwards just for fucking fun, man. 
Uh, but yeah, sound quality on this man. I'm gonna give this an eight, just because you know you got Do- you, you didn't have Dolby Digital, but now you have everything. You know, it, it's 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 blowed out of the water, man. The surround sound beyond uh, scares. Uh, I mean, there was a couple of little little you know who like. Get you, you know what I mean? When dude comes out of the blood, the thing blows up, and the you know, Sammy Kerr comes out of the fucking speaker and shit, you know, yeah, that was kind of crazy. But uh, nah, I really, man, I, I'm gonna for scares, it was more of a horror thriller, so it really wasn't a, a something that would just jump out and bite your ass, you know what I'm saying. So, I'm I'm gonna give it for scares, man. We're gonna we're, we're gonna drop down to a number seven. I hate to do that because the movie's so good, but it, it it's 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 very small amounts. It, I, there could have been more, but for the subject, I loved the fucking movie the way it was. I really did. But scare wise, I mean. I just really don't think this dude, I'm going to play my record backward and this dude is going to fucking jump out at me and blow up shit. You know what I mean? So, you know, what scares me is what really can fucking happen. You know, like uh, strangers. You know what I mean? That That's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? That's scares. That's a scary fucking situation. And because it can really fucking happen. You know, the exorcist. That has some scary shit based off of a true story, mind you. And it just freaked me the fuck out. So, but this, yeah, this definitely, it wasn't nowhere near there. So I'm going to, I'm going to give it a seven. Uh, Entertainment value, loved it. Loved the fucking movie. I watch it every Halloween. Uh, Sometimes I watch it like today on a, rainy gloomy kind of fucking day i love those days and it, it just yeah i might watch the motherfucker today because i'm definitely watching halloween kills tonight i'm watching that motherfucker tonight and i hope everybody listening is is gonna watch it too man because we have been waiting two fucking years for this movie to come out since 2018 and I was a fan. I just got through watching 2018. So uh, Halloween 2018. And I loved it. I loved uh, James Jude Courtney. Awesome fucking Michael Myers. Uh, you know, you got the original John Carpenter with his son doing the scores for the movie. Uh, the, the, the scares in that fucking movie, man. If y'all haven't seen that one. Hey man, watch that fucking movie. And if you and if you get a chance, it's on Peacock, or you can go to theaters. But I'm an agoraphobe, so I'm gonna stay in. I stay in the crib. I'm watching Peacock and smoking fucking weed and getting higher than a motherfucker while I'm watching this crazy ass movie. So that's why that's why I gotta get indigo. I gotta stay on the indigo, man. It's, you know what I'm saying? It lays me back. Keeps me uh, leveled. So, uh, damn, we're going at an hour right now. Okay, well, entertainment value, uh, very entertaining. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a ten. 
very. Rewatch value, uh, it's nothing that I would watch like maybe once a month, every three months, maybe. Uh, like I said, but it's a good, you know, it's a good Halloween movie. Uh, it's a good movie. Like if, you know, like, like I said, my weather today where I'm at, it's, it's rainy. It's, it's dark, dreary, a good day to watch, to watch it. So I might. Yes. See, I, I got PTSD, man, social anxiety. I got very, I got anxiety very bad. So man, I got to stay away from the sativa. Um, now I do, I, I did mix in a little sativa with what I smoked this morning and it's called Dutch Hawaiian and that shit is a go getter. So if you want to get up in the morning and go get it, go get that Dutch Hawaiian, man. It, it definitely fucking does the damn job, but, uh, rewatch value on this, man. I'm going to give it, uh, I'm going to say eight. I mean, it's 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 good, you know, but it's not something I I'm gonna watch once a week, you know. I do have them movies that I do watch, you know, once a week because I I just love them. Grew up watching them, you know. I watch I watch Friday the Thirteenth, the original. Uh, I feel it. I feel it. Yep, need a little pep in your step. So, uh, yeah, I definitely feel that, but I'm also an agoraphobe. So I, I stay in my house and, you know, I, I, I clean the house. I'm a house. I'm a house husband. I don't give a fuck. I said it. And, and, but I'm a good house husband and I do make money at home. So that's, that's a good, you know, that's a good, that's a good house husband. If the motherfucker clean your shit and make sure everything smells good when you come walking in from work. And plus, you got weed, and plus he makes money? Come on, man. Ain't nobody get better than that. I'm a fire-ass house husband. <laughs> All right. Anyway, man, we gonna, we're going to give this movie an overall total. Let's go. I'm going to go with a 9.5. 9.5, man. Uh, house spouse. I love that shit, man. <laughs> I, I would, yeah, I would rather work. You know, I do work, but it's from home. So, you know, I can't really go out of the house and be around a lot of people. Uh, like I said, you know, I've, I've said, well, I've seen a lot of shit, been through a lot of bad shit in my life. Uh, so I, I, I'm just, uh, I suffer from agoraphobia, uh, severe PTSD, and severe social anxiety. So, yeah, I, I just got to stay in there and just be the, you know, yeah, my house is my safe spot. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's my castle. So, I keep my castle right and happy, and this podcast gives me something to do and people like you are the reason I do this shit for I re it really is man I love to uh, you know connect with people but I'm really not good with talking to people um, uh, you know I, they've always said I had a face for radio so I guess I got a face for a podcast you know what I'm saying I love horror movies I do them 
And I do them for you guys, man. If I make you laugh, uh, <clears throat> if I start your your morning off right, hey, dude, that's 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 one. That's my job. That's my job. I've done I've done that, and I've I've if I've helped people, hey, much fucking love for just tuning in and listening to a a crazy ass old ass pothead. You know what I mean? So, but. Yeah, I, I, I'm. We're we're all awkward. We're all awkward. That's what makes us unique. You know, we're unique people. Uh, Lightbright just said I'm awkward as fuck, but I push through it and salute you, salute you. You know, what I'm saying like like a lot of people, and they they have that. We you know that that mental. Stress. That's why we are so so on this show. We we so push mental health awareness. We are all about mental health awareness because I know I suffer through it. I I I have to deal with it day by day. I deal with it at night with nightmares. Um, you know it, it just but but you know we. I've dealt with the suicide issue. You know, my mother died of suicide. She killed herself. My brother was murdered. Uh, oh, that's cool. She She's a manager at, a, at an upscale entertainment restaurant. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> I'm always quoting movies. Always quoting movies, man. And that's... that's that's something that, that it's a fun thing, you know. It's it's fun. That's our release. Uh, quoting little 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 movie spots, and I just I love it. I love that shit. That's how I get along with my cousins. Uh, you know, we're through social media, and we we'll always hit each other up with a. Uh, uh, I, I just matter of fact, I just sent my cousin a message, uh, John, and he's gonna he's gonna hate I put it, put his name in this, but by my cousin Big John. I sent him a message and uh, just told him, uh, jumping, ball-headed, Jesus Palomina. And if anybody doesn't know where that's from, that's Silver Bullet, Stephen King, and that's Gary Busey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually... I, I watch a lot of slasher films about hometown serial killers. It's the funny shit. I, I dig that shit. I watch a lot of reality shows as well. But, um, you know, guys, I, man, I so appreciate y'all chiming in and, and giving, showing the love that you do. Because, again, I do this shit for you guys, man. I really do. Uh, yeah, we... We do this for y'all, man. We dig, we dig the fuck out of it. Uh, also, man, the Horror Movie Hood Review uh, has a Facebook page. And the Facebook page is Facebook or Facebook backslash the Horror Movie Hood Review. All right. We also have a Twitter page. The Twitter page is Twitter T H M R podcast T H the horror movie hood review podcast, but just the initials. Okay. And, uh, 
Octobercast. There'll be a special live podcast on on Saturday the thirtieth, right before Halloween. And uh, we got some good interviews that we're going to do. Uh, we are doing, we are redoing the AJ Spencer interview, <clears throat> who is a horror author and right. He actually, you can get his stuff. Um, I believe it's Scared and Hungry, and it's on Amazon. And he has got a novel coming out that's already being looked at by some big publishers in New York. So, AJ, hey man, salute you. Salute the work you do. Uh, he's from Kentucky, so he's you know close to home, and we support the hell out of you, man, and much, much fucking love. Much love, guys. Uh, also, you can go get the... I, I am a hip-hop artist, uh, and we have a new album out. It is called Concrete or Lead. All right, and it's T-Sean, of, of course, that's me, and Track Bastard, T-R-A-C-K-B-A-S-T-A-R-D. And it's out right now on all social media platforms, and we are now working on the new one. We are working on the new one. Uh, also, go check out my guy. I really don't fuck with clowns, but this clown I fuck with, man, because he gets down. Uh, Toofy the Clown. T-O-O-F-I-E the Clown. He is on fucking Facebook now. Uh, he has. You can Google him. He has, probably has multiple videos on YouTube. Uh a crazy character, man, and uh, looking forward to meeting with this guy. I, I really don't want to see him, but because <laughs> I don't fuck with clowns, and that's cowrophobia. If anybody doesn't know, so if you don't fuck with clowns, that's what you got. <laughs> and Lon Chaney Jr. said, or actually, Lon Chaney quoted, "There is nothing." Funny about a clown in the moonlight and fucking a brother, amen, amen. I'm gonna get that tattooed on me somewhere. There is nothing funny about a clown in the moonlight. Thank you so fucking much, man, for real. Uh, also, guys, man, give a shout out to my guy, Chad Arms TV. Uh, Chad Arms is a fucking amazing cat, uh, really talks to different artists, he talks about different different subjects, you can find him on YouTube at uh, Chad Arms TV, and that's uh, Chad, A-R-M-E-S TV, uh, and he's, he's doing it, man, also, this new cat, I love this dude, man. He is hilarious. His name is Leroy Biggs, and you can you can Google him. Leroy Biggs is fucking hilarious, man. Like he is hilarious, and he also he also raps. So he and he's cold. I got I gotta give it to him. You know what I'm saying, dude? This dude is he's cold. And uh, also, Fathead, P H A T H E A D. He is out. He's got a single out. The whole album is being done, mixed, and mastered as we speak, but it's called Music Child, and you y'all got to fucking check that out, man. Got to check it out because it is fucking amazing. Dude has some shit to say. Uh, 
again, thank you every everybody listening, everybody who shares. Um, again, I do this for y'all, man. I, I don't, I, I don't get you know really get paid. I, I don't get paid for this, so I do it for y'all to listen, laugh. Uh, hope, hopefully jump your weekend off by watching Halloween Kills and smoking some fucking weed. So, but yeah, man, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, y'all are amazing, beyond amazing. I, I don't have a word for what you fucking people are, man. Y'all are amazeballs. Fucking amazeballs, man. Uh, thank you to my fucking producer, Chris Toon. Uh, oh, well, I, man, I blasted your last name. Sorry, bro. But Chris, uh, thank you for putting in the work, man. He, he, he works super hard to get this on all platforms. And again, we are on all platforms. The Horror Movie Hood Review is on all social media platforms. So you don't have to come here to listen to us. You can go to uh, Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, uh, and and multiple others. Uh, but again, man, thank you guys. I hope you have a great fucking weekend. Uh, smoke weed, chill, watch fucking Halloween Kills. And again, for this movie, it's... It's amazing. Trick or treat. If you haven't seen it, as I always say, rent it, borrow it, buy it, stream it, watch that motherfucker. It is good. You will not regret the time you put into this movie. I promise you. And if you do, if you do, message me. Go to our Facebook. Go to our Twitter. Message us. Let, let us know what you thought of. Because we thought it, it, it's it's, a far, it, it's an amazing movie, and you guys definitely have a wonderful fucking weekend. Stay safe. If you're if you're staying in the crib, smoke some weed, watch a lot of horror movies, have some sex, get some head, whatever you want to fucking do, man. Because it's the fucking weekend. I don't think my, yeah, uh, the, uh, the show is, it's kind of kid friendly. I mean, hell, I was 13 when I watched it. So, uh, but yeah, man, uh, and anybody who's just, just now chiming in, I am going to publish this so you can go back and listen to the whole thing. Uh, I hope calls to the very end, um, and it's really just depending on what you're talking about. But I've got to get in here, man, get some shit done. Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll dig the fuck out of it, man. Madcap said they're, uh, his, kid, his kid's age, they're over 18 is what I'm going to say. But, uh, uh, yeah, they'll love it. They'll fucking love the, the movie, man. It's fucking amazing. And they'll also love the show. Turn them on to the show. They might like the horror movie hood review. <laughs> they might like that shit. So, you know, let's 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 give it a run. Let's get the younger generation involved. Get them in on some of these good throwback horror movies, man. And uh again, man, thank you guys so fucking much. Uh yeah. Have a great fucking weekend. 
watch some horror movies, smoke some fucking weed, have a great fucking time, and as always, man, much fucking love and peace.